Welcome to New Hope Church's Sermon Series Podcast. Throughout this season, we'll be exploring a different aspect of Jesus as expressed in the book of Isaiah through what we're calling Experiential Sundays. To engage with the whole service, including worship and communion, check out our YouTube page or visit our website, newhopepdx.org forward slash teaching. Before we get started with this week's message, we have a couple of announcements just for our podcast audience. This will be our last audio podcast for 2021. But have no fear, there's still a lot of ways that you can connect with your community over the next two weeks. December 19th is a special family Sunday service. You can join in the fun at 10 a.m. on our website or view the service video at any time during the week. Christmas Eve candlelight services are at 4 and 6 p.m. We will live stream the 4 p.m. service. Finally, Sunday, December 26th, there will be one in-person service at 10 a.m. If you have questions, visit newhopepdx.org forward slash advent or reach out to us. The following message was recorded at our in-person services on Sunday, December 12th, 2021. Today, Pastor Mike Stern will be focusing on Jesus's presence. Our scripture reading is Matthew chapter one, verses 18 through 23. Oh, good morning, everybody. It's nice to see you. I'm glad you're here. I'm grateful for everyone who's watching online right now. Um, Speaking of watching online right now, uh, we had a plan to wish happy birthday to Denise Douglas, one of our pastors. Her birthday was yesterday. Unfortunately, she's sick today, so she couldn't be here, but she did just text me to say she's watching online. So here's what we're gonna do, because you don't wanna hear my voice over the microphone singing, we're just gonna, on the count of three, shout really loud, loud enough for this mic to pick us all up, a happy birthday to Denise, okay? One, two, three. Happy birthday, Denise. (laughs) Happy birthday to you, Denise. It was a milestone birthday for her, 30 years old, I believe. We had, you know, if you were gonna be here, we had balloons for you and a check for a million dollars, but since you couldn't be here, That just didn't work out for you, sorry. Okay, you might think this is gonna be a little bit stupid, but have you ever seen The Prince of Egypt? You know that movie? This is like Disney's take on the story of Moses and God rescuing his people from Israel. It's a good movie. It's got a good cast, there's good music to to it. I won't tell you how many times I've seen the movie because it's been like a recurring favorite in our household over the years. But even though I've seen it a lot, there's one scene that gets me every time. And maybe this is the part that you think might be a little stupid. It's the burning bush scene where God calls out to Moses from a burning bush. It's on fire, but it's not actually burning up. It's from Exodus chapter three. And in both the movie and in the Bible, God says in that scene, take the sandals from your feet for the place where you're standing is holy ground. In the movie, the, the flames kind of pulse with the voice of God, which is the voice of Val Kilmer, by the way, who also is the voice of Moses in the movie. So he's really just talking to himself in that scene. And the light in the scene is really cool. The scene just, I mean, it always captures my attention. And it always, I mean, it just kind of stirs something inside of me. 
And I think what it is about that scene when I'm watching it that, it that it does, it kind of brings up these emotions about being in the presence of God. I'm trying to relate to Moses in that scene as he's walking toward the, bur the burning bush and as he's hearing the voice of God and as he's taking off his sandals. He's in the presence of the creator. It's a holy experience. I get the same kind of feeling when I read the story in the Bible or any of the other stories in the Bible that depict what it's like to be in the presence of God. God's presence with his people is a core aspect of our theology, of our faith. The passage that Eden read earlier ends with a quote from Isaiah where the prophet says that a virgin will give birth to a son and that son will be called Emmanuel, God with us. That's what we celebrate during this time of year, right? It's God taking on flesh so that he can be with us in Jesus, the incarnation, God with us. Moses knew how important the presence of God was. Later in Exodus, after he has brought the Israelites out of captivity from Egypt, after he's crossed over the Sea of Reeds, after he's brought them to Mount Sinai, the Israelites disobey God from the very first commandment that they give, that he gives to them, and they make a golden calf so that they can bow down and worship it. And God's like, Moses, I'm not going with these people. I'll send an angel to take you to the promised land, but I can't go with them. And Moses responds, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? How is anyone going to know, God, that you're on our side if you don't go with us? We need the creator there with us. Well, God agreed, and throughout all of Israel's wanderings, it's repeated and emphasized over and over and over again that God was with them throughout their wanderings. And he appeared to them as a cloud and as a pillar of fire um, as they went through the wilderness. In fact, God's presence or his glory was often depicted as fire, whether that was fire and thunder coming down on Mount Sinai when the people first came there, or whether it was fire entering into the tabernacle when Moses and the people had first put it together, or whether it was fire coming down on the first temple after Solomon had constructed it. It was big and it was dramatic. It was very visible, and I'm sure it was pretty terrifying, too. But things also weren't always that way for Israel. In fact, later on, God's glory actually leaves the temple, and his people are taken back into captivity. And although some of them came back from captivity, eventually things were never the same again. God never showed himself to be with them in that same way that he was before. But they were waiting for him to. They were anticipating that God will be present with them again in some significant way. 
And God does indeed show up again in a significant way, but in a far less dramatic way. There isn't the same bush burning. There isn't the same cloud and fire. There isn't the same visibility for all of Israel to see. There's a baby born in humble circumstances. A human like us. How much more present could Jesus be for us than to be human like us? He became all that we are. In the Gospel of John, it says that the eternal word of God, Jesus, made his dwelling among, among us. He lived a human life. He interacted with people. He talked with them. He touched them, he healed them, he wept over them. He showed us what it's like to actually be present with somebody else. I would argue that that is a more substantial presence of God than when God showed his presence with the cloud and the fire. He is Emmanuel, God with us, the creator with us. I mean, that's great for those who got to touch him and talk to him and to see him, but it's different now. And just as Israel didn't always have this dramatic expression of God's presence, we don't see Jesus like those who live with him in the first, lived with him in the first century. But Jesus is still present, and that's important. Our reading today was from the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, where we see that God is with us. Jesus is God with us. In the final chapter, even actually in the final verse of Matthew, Jesus says, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus is right here in the room with us. Jesus is with you when you drive away from here. He's with you when you're at your home. He's with you when you're at work. He's with you when you're hanging out with your friends. He's with you even if you're not thinking about him. He's with you when you're crying out to him for help. You are never alone which either creeps you out or offers you some comfort. Hopefully it's a little more of the latter. We have to trust that that is true even when we don't see it. Psalm 77 says, and this is referring back to the Exodus, your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. God was there in the Exodus even when he couldn't be seen, walking with his people as he led them out of captivity. Now, there may be times when you've had a more dramatic experience of recognizing Jesus' presence. Maybe it's some feeling or sense that you've had in a moment. But I think for a lot of us, that experience of Jesus' presence requires our imagination which doesn't mean that it's not real or factual. 
Jesus actually is here with us right now. But sometimes for us to experience that, we have to imagine what that's like and in what way he is here right now. We have to imagine him leading his people across the sea. We have to imagine him sitting next to us. We have to imagine him driving with us in our car. We have to imagine maybe his hand on our shoulder. The more we nudge ourselves to do that, the more we recognize and acknowledge his very real presence here with us. Kind of how I get caught up in that scene in the Prince of Egypt. Through my imagination, I, I let myself enter into that scene enough that the thought of God's presence moves me in some way. Or perhaps how Joseph, after hearing the angel say that Mary was pregnant by the Holy Spirit and that the child was going to save his people from their sins, he had to imagine the possibility of that in order to obey what the angel was saying. When I imagine the reality of Jesus here with me right now, it connects me with the reality more than simply the knowledge of his presence. So I'm going to pray for us now. And I just want to invite you, as I pray, to imagine how Jesus is present in this room right now. Or if you're online, how he's present with you in your home right now. You can close your eyes if you want. You can keep your eyes open. But just think about how Jesus is present in this space as I pray. Jesus, we trust that you are present here in this space, in this room, in the rooms of everybody who's watching wherever they're at. You are very real and here. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would open our hearts and our eyes, open our minds, Lord, to recognize how real your presence is in every moment and how that demonstrates your incredible love for us. I pray that you would remind us daily in any moment, and in particular those when we need to know it the most, how very real your presence is in that moment. We thank you for this grace, Lord, and we love you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to see you online or in person for our Christmas Eve candlelight services. Bring your family or invite a friend to join in the fun and joy of this special service. As a reminder, we won't have any new podcasts until January 3rd. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas and we'll see you again in the new year.